Okay, so disclaimer, the audio is now recording. So anything you say will be used against you. So we uh, copyright Wakanda moment. Uh, so you know, <laughs> All right. this is a Wakanda moment. Thank you for joining. No. All right. So I was thinking, like, we could go around and just share, like, <laughs> share, like, what where we work at, what we do, um, and why you wanted to be a part of the podcast. And even if you didn't. <laughs> don't, don't, I just, just want to sit in and podcast. listen. No. What do you want to be anonymous? Can you do that? No, you can't. Um, <laughs> so I'll go first. Um, my name is Marcus. For those who didn't know that I invited you, um, right? Um, what did I say? I am a videographer and a graphic designer, and. The reason why I'm doing the podcast is because it started off with the question of like, what is cultural appropriation? What is miscultural appropriation? Uh, how should we look at it? Um, and then also, you know, what should we be doing moving forward? Like, what does that look like moving mm-hmm. forward? So, yeah, that's a little bit. You Ignore the mic. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. Um, my name is Adriana Shelton. Uh, I work currently for the city of Grand Rapids. I am a content editor there. Um, I am also an aspiring filmmaker, uh, director, writer, all that good stuff. You know, you know. Um, I kind of invited myself onto the podcast. That's. <laughs> I wasn't invited. I just I DM'd Marcus and I was like, when are you going to have me on the show? Because I want to be on it. And um, he was like, so gracious to have me here. Um, um, oh, and I wanted to talk about cultural appropriation because I feel like it's such a timely conversation. And we need to start having more conversations about it, get some guidelines around it, and just get clarification on it because I truly don't think people know what it really is mm-hmm. so I think it's important to have that conversation yes and just to add a little bit to like why I decided to do this podcast so I just came back from Ghana and well it's been like two two three weeks now but when I was there we were talking about okay you know are we gonna get our you know hair done and is the girls gonna you know get some weave <laughs> mind you the people who I went with are or the group I went with was probably like 99%, you know, white. So, Yikes. so you know, we we had the conversation. And I, in that moment, I didn't know, you know. I still kind of don't. I still don't know. Mm. Period. Mm. So, I'm finding answers through people who I know, people who I trust. And people who I, I know also are looking for answers. So, I don't see this as being a podcast you know, where this is the answer. This is mm-hmm. what you need to do. This is what a perfect, you know, 
culture and non non appropriation looks like. Um, so keep that in mind as you listen and, and listen with an oh ooh. Snacks. snacks with bro. the goodies. Right. Okay. We got distracted, <laughs> but we back. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Chocolate is everything. Chocolate is the way. How to be non-appropriative. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I think I. Yeah. So as you guys listen to this, listen with open ears and just be open to different perspectives, different experiences. Because I hope that we can share different our experience as well behind you know cultural appropriation. All right. More intros. Mm-hmm. My name is Lamar Chandre Jackson, part-time poet, full-time youth worker, uh, work at Madison Square Church, um, uh, with some title about youth ministry. Uh, that do um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm part-time poet, part or full-time youth worker. Stop lying. All the time, good looking. Um, That's not what I do a twenty-four-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm here just to be a part of the conversation because this is a part of my mission. Mm. Um, to be a part of conversations such as this, um, and be a part of as much like race conversations and development and reconciliation that we can read as possible, especially mm-hmm. all the ones that are in my close influence. So, talk that talk. Yeah, all right. All right. Preach. <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. All right, who wants to go? You want to? What are we doing? You can just share a little bit about how you end up. All right. Here. <laughs> <gonna say> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. All oh. right, my mm. name is Carol Lee Rendell, and I do communications for a Christian ministry here in town. We're international. Um, and I grew up, I was born and raised in the UK, and so. I've had the privilege to to travel to a lot of different countries and I have a lot of clothing from countries that I picked up and so we were kind of joking about um, this question on the weekend and uh, Marcus and I got talking and he invited me to come talk about it more on the podcast. Ezra, Alpha. Why are you looking at me, Ezra? <laughs> My Alpha. name is Ezra. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. What are uh, you Introductions, names, or what? Just yeah, like you know. uh, <laughs> what you do. My and name then, is Alphil Reeves. I live here. That's a part of what I do. <laughs> I am a full time photographer, um, 75% poet. Mm. And all things creative. Your ratio is off. But <laughs> <laughs> I create my own ratio. You one seventy five. I'm aiming for two hundred percent. Okay. But yeah, that's Oh, I'm Ezra. Hello, I'm a high schooler. Yes, <laughs> we love the kids. We love kids. Hey. Um, and I'm tagging along with. Lamar represent as a Padawan. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. Padawan? Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, please break that down. Okay. You don't know the Padawan reference? Oh, oh, I'm not woke enough yet, so yeah. that's why I'm here doing the podcast. Yeah, that's the third eye reference. <laughs> oh. You gotta get your third eye. Your yeah, eye. see, I definitely <laughs> wasn't there yet. <laughs> All right. It's a Star Wars thing, man. Mm. That's why I <laughs> so once you get there, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Now here goes the here goes the real Wait. stuff. No, I'm Did you introduce yourself? 
Yeah. 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 He was first. See, when you... I'm make sure. When you was closing your exactly. door, he was introducing himself. All right. So, I want to start off with just like a simple question. No question is simple. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but everything is complicated. <laughs> we gonna cut this part off. Yeah. No, oh, <laughs> no. Um. So the first question is just like, when was the first time you heard about cultural appropriation? Um, about ten minutes ago in the car. Dang. I was listening oh, okay. to video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what that means. Oh, I don't have to talk about it. What? <laughs> I know my first time was definitely hearing it on, like, or not hearing it, but reading about it through the internet. Twitter, mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, Tumblr, a little bit on Facebook, just looking at it. And um, that was the first time I ever heard about it. And I've always kind of felt certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the first time I heard about it was definitely when the Kardashians first kind of got hot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and now it's kind of hard to ha- not have a conversation about cultural appropriation <laughs> without bringing them up because I really do feel like they're definitely um, child posters of like what do we mean by cultural appropriation. So yeah, just to answer that part, that's when I first okay. heard about it on the internet for sure. Yeah, how long ago was that, you think? Oh, this has Ooh. to be... What year is it? <laughs> Probably about five years ago. Oh, five. dang. I've only been married. <laughs> I know, I know. It's been a while since I personally first heard about it, but you know I stay woke, so... Oh, right. <laughs> stay woke. Damn. Yeah. Where have I been then? Because I heard I about it probably... Sleeping. Like, it's probably been a year. Well, I think it's kind of been coming more and more to the front. Like, okay. I think it was just like a terminology used against or amongst a certain group of people who kind mm-hmm. of were just saying it. But now I think like it kind of become almost like a buzzword. Like, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like now I feel like it's so it's, it's a little fuzzy mm-hmm. right now because it's just like, what is cultural appropriation? What is cultural appreciation? Which I'm sure we're going to discuss. But <laughs> cultural appreciation. <laughs> or cultural appropriation. Like, what what is the differences? Like, where, like, it can get a little muddy for a lot of people. But, um, mm. yeah, I do know that it's kind of been a term that's been thrown around. It's been around for a minute now. It's probably been around way before I was even aware about it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, you didn't invent it? I didn't have been, I didn't have been calling out cultural appropriation. Yeah. She would have though. I would have. Trade market. <laughs> Every time you say it, you owe me money. Right. <laughs> cash. All right. Who else? When was like the first time you guys heard of cultural appropriation? Um, social media in person. I mean, I, I don't, I can't think of any specific moment where it was like, man, oh, that was the first time I heard that word. But um, I see it a lot. Um, and it's been a few years. It's just, you know, I've seen it a lot in media and things like that. Um, I mean, you've, you might have heard, like, when they talk about when singers dress up as people yeah. from different cultures mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, that's when I start hearing about it. But I think, uh, like Audrey said, I hear about it more and more now. And it's become more of a buzzword. So, mm-hmm. um it's also, but that I think the more people that have jumped into it, I think it's also being misused in some situations mm-hmm. with, so in a sense, or maybe not misused, but overused. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that makes it like, okay, well, is this, is this cultural appropriation? Is this cultural appropriation? Is this, mm-hmm. And it's like too many, 
things are coming in. So that is what I feel like makes it fuzzy. Um, so like more and more you're hearing about it lately, but it's been a few years and I think I've heard it first in the media and like just seeing people dress certain ways or even talk certain ways. So, yeah. Mm. And I think it's also worthy to note that this is a layered, like, subject. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, so that's why you can't be so black and white with it. Right. There's Literally. many so layers yeah. to, like, this. So I think mm. that's something that we should put on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the first time I heard about it was probably, like, a year ago. Mm. Um, I feel like Kim, Garda- Kim Kardashian did mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. It, might, yeah. it might have been Kyle. <laughs> right. yeah. the whole lip Both of them together. Yeah. Some, right. I feel like it's been a thing for a long time, but sorry. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was just gonna say the picture. You guys remember the picture where she had her her, her butt up and the, yeah. the glass? And, yeah. Oh, with the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the first time I heard about it, but that was. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking it's. It, it's been around for as long as you can imagine, but like it, there wasn't a word for it. It was just mm, like that's it. something mm. doesn't look right here. Like mm. you're a sing, like the example of a singer dressing up in a certain outfit or something. It was like that's cute, but something's wrong here. Something doesn't feel right. But we didn't have a word for it, and mm-hmm. now we have a word for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. When would you when would you say is like the first uh, time you heard a word? Sure. Or culture appropriation used for it. So one of my jobs at my work um, is to uh, we do a lot a lot of training overseas. So mm-hmm. we we have facilitate conversations mainly with pastors all around the world about what the Bible says about life mm-hmm. and um, human reproduction that kind of thing. So one of my jobs is to help people be prepared, volunteers be prepared to go train and to facilitate those conversations, which means they need some. Um, some cultural awareness before they go so I do some research about this and that's probably where I first heard about it Um, just making sure people were prepared to go honor the people that they're speaking with and go into a new culture and um, observe before they go and be like okay this is how it needs to be so that's one of my one of my jobs oh okay you learned something new I didn't know you Mm -hmm. was that uh, familiar as far mm-hmm. as like, I don't I don't know like, I feel like this is so right. subjective is though. Yeah. Like it's so it's hard. Like a lot of what I was reading about it was like, well, if the person means to do that or they don't mean to do that, and it's like, yeah, well, that's, that's totally subjective. Like, how do you know when the, you see a picture? How do you know what they mean to do? You know, right? We know. We know. All right. We no, but I understand that. That brings up a question, a good question though. Like, you, do you think we can talk definition? Right. We get a working definition. Yeah, I, I think, I think a lot of times, too often times, when we say a word, we mean two different things. Like, it could be the color blue, you know, but the color blue to you ain't the same as the color blue to me. And this whole time we're saying one of us saying the blue is beautiful, the other saying the blue is ugly, but we're not even talking about the same color. So. Mm-hmm. Once we get the same definition, then we can say, okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know? So for yeah. the conversation? I, when I was yeah. Like a foundation definition? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think some of our understanding in, in the definitions will hopefully come out of, like, you know, communicating with the different understandings and, mm-hmm. like, 
narrative that we've seen around the word. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because I did kind of, you know, I did a little research. You know, <laughs> I had to brush up a little. Okay, okay. You know, um, I do. I buy right. What kind of research? Oh gosh. Okay. Gosh, okay <laughs> what kind of? Um, but this one I feel like is a pretty good one. It's coming right off off the internet from Wikipedia. So trust me. So trust me. No, but this is pretty good. Um, Cultural appropriation, often framed as cultural misappropriation, is a concept in sociology dealing with the adoption of the elements of a minority culture by members of a dominant culture. Uh It is distinguished from equal cultural exchange due to the presence of a colonial element and imbalance of power. So I think <laughs> I was I was just about to skip. Yeah. I think the last part is where we really get like to the nitty gritty because c- mm-hmm. it, it really kind of gives us a hard like line. It is distinguished from the equal culture exchange due to the presence of colonial of a colonial element and imbalance of power. So mm-hmm. I guess like when you see. Mm, I don't know, like maybe a, a, a white person wearing a daishiki. Mm-hmm. I saw so, a lot of that, considering like last weekend was the, the opening for Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know, but there is a meaning behind the daishiki. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, that colonial element of, you know, the white pe- white people's histories and black people's history, that's why it's considered appropriation because you're no longer honoring the original meaning behind that piece of clothing. You're just kind of wearing it as decoration, mm-hmm. which is, which is, which makes it appropriation. So, so okay. would that be only because of a majority culture doing that, or kind of like how you mentioned, like can black people, in a sense, appropriate? Africans or you know what I'm saying that's like, another so, deeper conversation that's a good one but yeah so um, I think we need to put in context so what I think we're talking about a lot of and we're not saying it is racism okay oh, absolutely. because that's a, that is, absolutely. But, but I also think we need a working definition for that I think the simplest way I've seen mm-hmm. it put is prejudice plus power yeah. okay mm-hmm. so um, somebody's you have prejudice somebody individual prejudice but mm-hmm. then they have the power to make that prejudice a problem becomes racism okay mm-hmm. in America the white people have power because they have white privilege, white supremacy, and they own a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Thus, they have the power. So when they act on the prejudice mm-hmm. um, with with that power, then we get a lot of racism, okay? So that's, you look at that in the lens of cultural imp- appropriation, and that's where you can see it can be really, really wrong because they are the, the, uh, the, the group in power, and when they try to look like the group that's not in power, they take what they think is cool, mm-hmm. but they don't take on everything that comes with it okay so because if a black person might wear might wear braids then they might be they might be perceived as ghetto or something like that or a thug or a gangster or somebody who might shoot you but if a white person wears wears those same braids they're not going to be viewed the same way they're going to be looking like oh that's just cool i love what you did here so they've taken what they think is cool but not taken everything that comes along with it and that's the major issue with it why it can't be done the other way around so the group that 
is not in power, they can't appropriate the other group because what that is actually called is assimilation. You're actually forced to do that to be a part of America. Okay, so that's the major issue. They don't have the power to make these things a problem, you know? So in America, we have whites who appropriate things, but the, the people of color or the minorities in America, they can appropriate the white culture because that's called assimilation. And you're forced to do that if you want to get a job, if you want to get paid more, Absolutely. if you want to move up in a job, you have to be like white culture and never to do it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you, again, you said the definition of racism um, that you're working with is... Um, Prejudice plus, plus power, power. Yeah. and cultural appropriation, um, you believe, comes into play when there's misuse of that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, there, I mean, I do think there's a way to properly appreciate Absolutely. another culture. Um, mm-hmm. And in situations and in, in examples, you can do that without doing it um, in a way where you culturally appropriate and take it away and, you know what I'm saying, and take it out of context, you know. So there's ways of doing it, but if you do it a certain way, then it's a problem. So I think my the, the word I would throw on it is accountability. So if I steal from a culture without accountability, and that might be accountability to them around me being being able to say, okay, this is why we do this. This is why we this is why it's a part of our culture. That's part of accountability. So if I steal it from them, but I don't have accountability, I don't have anybody around me that's like, yeah, to explain these things to me or something like that, then I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, going back to the the focusing question, um, experience with uh, cultural appropriation. Um, have you ever had personal experience, whether it be like being curious about what it means, or whether it means not, you know, knowing whether something was cultural appropriation or not, or just not understanding what it means um and i'll start off so this conversation got sparked and i I talked a little bit about it because of um being in in ghana and we were talking about you know whether it's okay to to get your hair you know braided and and Mm. you know extensions and weave all that um and to my understanding um and I'm still, you know, listening to get answers and and a deeper understanding. To my understanding, I felt that it was acceptable to get braids as a white person if you if you you know weren't doing it with the with harmful intent. Mm-hmm. So when we were having dialogue and conversation about it, um, part of that conversation was just like, like, what? Well, this is the question that they asked me. They were like, "Well, I don't know. Do you think I should get it? Because there's a lot of you know, um, you know, conversations in the media back and forth, and I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I just really think like it's a cute hairstyle, and um, like, you know, I'm in another culture." 
So can I say something? Right <laughs> when you said that, y'all both like made some noises. <laughs> well, <laughs> because are you are you mm-hmm. okay? I'll put what I think is a hard line with whoever you are talking to. I do believe they if they went ahead and got the braids, whether it was box braids or cornrows. Like if you're getting like Laura Ingalls braids to the back of <laughs> Little House on the Prairie uh, type braids, like just regular yeah. braids, like pigtails. milkmaid pigtails. pigtails Girl, okay, uh, that's okay. fine. Okay. But in what so you no, describe, no, no hair added. If you got if <laughs> I don't think the hair added is the cultural appropriation part. Oh, okay. I think the fact that you're wearing if if you're a white person who's wearing dreads. Cornrows, um, what are they called? Box braids. Mm-hmm. That I have to draw a hard line right there and say that is cultural appropriation. Now ask me why. Why? Why? <laughs> I believe it's cultural appropriation because, look, you don't listen to what I'm trying to thought. Um, because I can have my own experiences telling you, like, I, I went to charter schools and I went to schools where. Those hairstyles weren't allowed. They were telling me like mm-hmm. dreads look it's unkept, um, mm. or box braids were um, distracting, or mm-hmm. even like wearing my natural hair is distracting. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was told growing up, really? and that goes back to the power aspect of like mm-hmm. you're looking down on another group for doing it, but when you're doing it, it's okay. okay. And like even if you're doing it out of appreciate, what you believe <clears throat> is appreciation, mm-hmm. you know. The, right. the, the what, what's the saying? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. There you <laughs> like, go. Right. So, um, honestly, uh, you know, I believe that at that point, what they were doing was, if they went ahead and did it, it was cultural mm-hmm. appropriation. Okay. Sure. Now, my question, because you you mentioned like um, the intention piece. Now, when it comes to like perception, you know. Obviously, there's a, a a wide group out there who might perceive it and say, "Oh, you know, those are so beautiful," mm-hmm. when they see it on a, a white person versus when mm-hmm. they see it on a black person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the person who is actually wearing them, and this might might have even been like the main point that you were getting at, um, doesn't perceive it in that way. Like they might say, "Well, I think it's beautiful on her too." Like mm-hmm. that's what that's what made me want to get it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you're saying is the whole intentions piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, for sure. No, you're right. It's mm-hmm. all about like, even if you had good intentions, that doesn't right, mean right, right. that it was okay to do. Um, so are you saying it's not allowed? Period. You I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I, I listen. I'm no authority <laughs> in those situations, <laughs> but I believe the common conscience around that is that that is not okay that that okay. is cultural appropriation and you can do whatever the heck you want to do you know like <laughs> I, I, who am I to stop you but I'm just right. letting you know what you're doing is a form of racism mm-hmm. cultural appropriation is a form of racism mm-hmm. it is literally it's, 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 it's from the fruit of the tree of racism you know <laughs> yeah, like right, and it's so and the oh, thing what? about it is because it's not overt racism right. yeah. because I'm not like calling you a racial slur mm-hmm. because I'm not discriminating towards you people kind of Specific, well, white people, I believe, mm-hmm. kind of believe, have this conscious, well, you know, I'm not calling her the N-word. I'm not doing that. I'm just wearing box braids. Yeah. But 
it's still a part. It's that covert racism that mm-hmm. we don't always talk about. That subconscious yeah. racism, and that's the most, in my opinion, the most dangerous form because it's mm-hmm. not Sorry. easily detected or um, detected. Excuse me. So. And then I was on quick ad. So, from my experience, when I hear about it, mm-hmm. it's usually associated with more of like f- female women. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, female is not a good term. So I feel like it's more associated with like women, mm-hmm. fashion, um, hair. So th- those are have been the times where I hear about it most. Do you see it um, appear in other other ways in, in men's culture? Absolutely. Uh, can I, well, I would say. Um, I'll just drop one. Look, I'll drop a name. Post Malone. Like, oh, honestly. Malone. Like, honestly. No, for real. Let me tell you something. I've been on this for a minute. Who is Post Malone? Post Malone, we like your music. If you ever want to come on a podcast, you're what? No. <laughs> Post Malone, my guy. But listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a quick little thing about him. Uh-huh. He started off as a folk singer, I believe. Oh. And he was not making any moves really? as that. What, what's his name? What's his race? What's a, he's not making any moves. He's, he's white. Okay. He's okay. white. Okay. He's, Post Malone is a white rapper. I'm <laughs> there sorry. There we go. There we for go. all who don't know. With dreads. With yeah, dreads. Um, he started off as a folk singer. <laughs> wasn't making any money doing that. And then he switched over to rap. He started putting in a grill, got dreads. He took on this whole rap persona. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's a perfect example for, especially for black men who's, um, who's, for cultural appropriation. I mean, people don't mind their kids listening to Post Malone. They can listen wild. to Congratulations all day. Oh, we can you know, about, like uh, they can listen to all what's other all of his songs all day. Like I think, like he's, you know, he he because he's white, he's more palatable, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think no. he's a perfect example, especially for black men. Like to if you want to like say, okay, well, who's appropriating us? If you just trying to like right, get right, your right. detective glass what's out and see <laughs> who's appropriating us? No, mm-hmm. I think he's a perfect example. Yeah, um, man, like Macklemore. Okay, yeah, so Macklemore was yeah. a big issue as well. And yeah. even though, like, so, like, when he, a while back when he won that Grammy over Kendrick Lamar, it was <laughs> really, really interesting situation uh, because he even he kind of apologized for it. Uh, but in a sense, you know, so, so, I mean, there was still issues with that. I, I, I'm gonna leave it at that, but, you know, there were still issues with that. So, that's the no accountability mm-hmm. fact again. Mm-hmm. So, um, how does he win um, when he does rap, but if a black person does rap, yeah, they can't win it. Or they can't the get the awards. They, <laughs> they, they can't get the awards. They can't make as much money. Why is that? That's because they don't have the accountability. They take what they consider to be cool, mm-hmm. but then they don't take on all the other stuff as well. So, one statement that I heard... Um, uh, Paul Mooney actually quote on the Dave Chappelle show. Mm. Uh, get ready to edit this out. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can clean it up for you later. I can clean it up for you later. But no, but this is, this, I mean, this is word for word what he says. He says, everybody wants to be a nigga, but nobody wants to be a nigga. Yep. 
Okay. Everybody wants to be black, but they want to be black. Exactly. So everybody wants to be black, but they don't. But nobody actually wants to be black. They want the parts what they consider to be cool to be them, but they don't want to take on all the struggles that come along with being black. That's cultural appropriation. That's when you when when you take a part of the culture, such as the music, and then you can make money off of it because you don't have all the stigma about you. That's no accountability. You know, that's where you're losing it. So I, I also think this is this is actually perfect for you and me too, Audrey. So side <laughs> note there. But so th- th- this is the problem because I actually see there's a line drawn between hip hop and rap. My idea is that hip hop comes it was birthed out of people trying to make noise about something mm-hmm. that nobody believed in. So it was like the NWA, they they were making noise about police brutality before all the videos start coming out, mm-hmm. right? They were making noise about this and people did not believe it was actually happening, mm-hmm. okay? So they were talking about giving a voice to the voiceless. Mm-hmm. Now, hip-hop actually went beyond just rap. There were B-boys, you know, they were called MCs and and all these, all the, and there was also spray paint and things like that. That was all part of hip-hop culture, mm-hmm. okay? Now, remember, this culture is about giving the voice to the voiceless. So what happens is who has the money in this country? People who typically have been white historically. Okay, so they realize that this starts to become a popular way of making music. What do they do? They start hiring out certain people that can play a role. Okay, and so, but they mm-hmm. didn't want them giving they, a voice to the voices anymore. They just wanted them to portray a character. Wow. Okay, so this is where you get hip hop transforming into rap. I actually think rap mm. is commercialized hip hop. They're only in. They're only in it for the money. They're not in it for the concept. Hip hop was all about giving a voice to the voiceless. Rap has been about making money. Okay, mm-hmm. so. That's the cultural appropriation. I don't know if you caught it right there or not. The people who are in power, they say, you know what? We're going to make you famous. We're going to sign you to my label because you portray this character. But this other guy who actually raps way better than you, who actually talks about something with substance, even though you don't, he won't get a, he won't get a label. He won't get signed. Because mm-hmm. we don't care about that. We don't care about what you're actually talking about. We just want you to portray a character. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. where we get rap. There's a whole bunch of cultural appropriation happening in rap. Okay. Now, I mean, I do feel the feel the need to, to mention my boy Eminem, though. So I know. Man, shout, I, I mean, shady. Cause, cause talk, shady, so. shady. We love you, Shady. Said, yeah, we love you, Em. We love you, Em. Clarification. So. You are welcome on the podcast if you like to. We love you. The mitten, you know, just come right. So, so I think I mean, if you look at somebody like Eminem, he was raised in this culture as well, though. Uh-huh. You know, he came from the hood. He came from the ghetto as well. And yeah. if you listen to the way that he speaks about it, he'll also let you know that he's not going to say what they call the N-word. He's not going to do that. <laughs> he know. he also knows that what he's talking about is also an, a hip-hop thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And he'll make sure that he keeps these things in context rather than just making the money off of, off of the culture. So that's mm-hmm. why yeah. it's more accepted than... Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that that you would say that was that's a good example of how you I, appreciate. I, I, yes. <laughs> I, I say he he has a good example yeah. of uh, of accountability with gotcha. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I want to take it a step uh, a little back so we can define some things because I heard um, what was it that um, culture. So mm-hmm. we, there was a lot of 
the use of oh, culture in there. So, <laughs> can we talk about like what? How do we define culture in our own oh, words? Or like, what, man. you know, I want to hear from some voices that we haven't yeah. heard. So, Ezra and Carly, <laughs> Alfil, you two, because you've been kind of. So this is this is more of a question of just like listen and learn. What what you know? What things do you consider culture, or how do you interpret the definition of of culture? And I can go too because I've been kind of so. I mean, I got. I don't think you can define what what are we talking about a specific type of culture, just in general. Well, here, well, let me just read this off, and you all kind of. Well, well like, no, I, I, I want to understand because, like, what are, what are also what are the things that we understand? Because, well, yeah, you know, yeah. I, we can define it, but it's we got to start. We talking about? And I have a little piece. I have a little thing that I want to say about that after I hear from y'all. But go ahead. Yeah, first. like a yeah. definition for the, the term I would culture. Say a real definition. Yeah, I think like a way of life, right? Yeah, like collective. Collective way of life, like language, has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like there, um, I've studied a little bit about um, some of the languages in West Africa, and mm-hmm. like uh, one language, Hausa, will cover many um, areas, like across country borders and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a collective group of people that all speak that language, but it, it's beyond borders. Like it's a people group who okay. share tradition, language. Um, dress, whatever it is, like collective way of life, like Alfield said. Mm-hmm. So the community is a part of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Where are you going to go? Um, I think culture includes both ideas that a group of people believe and have, and also the way that they tell those ideas. Mm-hmm. 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 Very cool. Can we just go with them? Okay. Yeah. Ideas when you talk about what people have and how they tell those ideas. What culture is yeah. it not? Yeah. I was gonna share share my understanding. Then. Yeah. So, culture to me has to do with like history as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't think everybody from a certain area has to necessarily be a part of it but they can be a part of it through history mm-hmm. so it's like because this is a part of your history this is also part of your culture so that's been some of my understanding of it can you give an example of that? um so i feel like african culture as well because so you're relating African-Americans and Africans. Yeah. All right. Because we might not... Yeah, we, we might be on, you know, two different <laughs> sides of the continent. <laughs> but I feel... Two I feel like... like yeah. Yeah, sides of the world. Two different We're on the same team. We're on the same team, bro. I got you. I, I, I definitely wouldn't have caught that either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what? what Thanks for saving me on my own pod. <laughs> No, so uh, I think just because we're we're separated, we're separated by continents. I I still feel that um, a lot of times African culture and African American culture are are very tied together just because of the historical aspect right. of you know slavery colonization. Um, so yeah. 
Why you look at me? <laughs> because you asked me. You that's asked good. Me. That's good. Oh, I'm um, saying because you asked me. That's why. That's what I felt like when he looked at me. You know, good. Okay. So I think this is kind of really timely to have this conversation as well, given that it's really Black Panther month. What kind? I know. But man. I just wanted to um, follow me for a second. So. Oh gosh! Ooh. I'm telling y'all right now, this is a spoiler. If y'all haven't, no, 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 you know, I'm trying not to give it away too much, yeah, yeah. but I kind of want to talk about something they kind of touched on as um, black Americans are seen as like the lost tribe of <laughs> Africa, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, calling us a lost tribe, you know, there's a lot of things that we did lose outside of just like mm-hmm. our tribe. Right. We lost our cultural, um, our, our, our true cultural, um, what is it, traditions and things of that nature. And now it's kind of like we kind of made our own cultural traditions, but because we are like the lost tribe and we don't have like that, like a um, foundation, that foundation like that, we're not seen as like, so when people like appropriate us, I think they truly don't believe that we have a culture (laughs) and that what we have is up for grabs. So I think that's where we kind of, a lot of people get it wrong over and over again Mm. is the fact that they see black people as not black American people. as not having a culture, which is so crazy because if you see like black people who are in Brazil or black people who are from, I don't know, who the live Dominican. in the, the Dominican, they all have, um, co- you know, what well, they might have some idea, but I guess it's kind of more <clears throat> closely tied to like, like there's kind of more solidified. Country. Right, but ours is not as solidified as people might think outsiders. We know what we do. Like, we kind of have like a conscious mind. Like, we just had it earlier when we all said, we know. Because it's like a conscious mind that we share as black Americans, which is beautiful. Isn't that like, I think that's amazing. But, unfortunately, you know, it leaves room for appropriation. Well, check this out, though. Ironically, I don't know if you guys know this, but white culture is not actually a thing. <laughs> yeah, like, like th- th- this is this is this is this is the the tragedy of America, okay? I mean, the problem is when white people call themselves Americans mm. because as if they are the, the Americans. Americans. Yeah. Oh, None of us are okay. the Americans, okay? You like, like, so, like, why? Think about why have you ever heard of a black person that was born in America called African American? They have to throw that hyphen in there to decide that you're African American, meaning you're not from America, but you were born here, so you're African American. But you don't often hear people say European American. Why? So here's the tragedy of America. Um, so. When mm. Europeans who actually came over to America, um, they saw the culture that was going on. They deemed that culture bad. <laughs> they already start throwing bad stigma on that and saying that you guys worship trees and you guys worship the sun and that's wrong. Mm. And we're going to make you follow our traditions, which became assimilation. Mm. So they tried to kill their culture. OK, and they took that over. And then everybody else that came on over said, you know what? You have to follow the culture that we're establishing with this now. Okay, so what happens is if you ask any European American um, what's their true ethnicity? 
So where are you from? You know, that huge microaggression question. Where are you from? Where are you really, really from? That type of question. You ask the (laughs) white Americans here or the European Americans here, you ask them, uh, some of them don't know. You know, a lot of them would just say, oh, my family was from Grand Rapids. Oh, oh, my family's from New York or whatever, you know. But Mm -hmm. and some of them will also be able to tell you like, okay, my my dad, my mom told me I'm part Irish. I'm part the laundry uh, list. Yeah, And there's like this long list of all these different European countries that they add together. Now, then the next question you should ask them is, what's that culture that's there? Mm. See if they know anything about that. Ask them if they know about their culture. Ask them if they know what do Germans do? What is the way of life for Germans? What is the way of life of being Polish? What is the way of life of... Some of them might be like, okay, we eat this type of food. Okay, but then how many of them actually are connected to the roots? How many of them are connected to their language? How many of them are connected to all those different cultures? Why? Because it was all thrown away to become what we call white. Mm. which was made up. Mm. It was made up. That's why white culture isn't actually a thing. All the other cultures were forced to become this. It was thrown away. They took away Native American culture. They took away African culture. They even took away their own European cultures to become white. So basically, we all lost and that's the problem with right. cultural appropriation right. because you made me throw away my true tradition and my true culture but now you want to take back what I made and like now you think it's cool right. right? and that's where we have an issue and that's why we want to throw hands <laughs> <laughs> so to catch me outside so to catch me outside catch I have to catch her outside we will not throw hands you guys <laughs> Look, look at the child over here. We over here. Right, exactly. Look at the child. <laughs> okay. Ezra, you um, gonna say something? I think what you were saying, Mark, um, is the reason why so many white people want to say they're Native American because <laughs> they want something to describe themselves by besides white or whatever. Right. And they're almost, in a sense, appropriating the culture of, like, their one ancestor somewhere down the line, their Cherokee yeah. ancestor. You know what I mean? Even though they have no connection to it, but they want something deeper than, like, whiteness. Right. right. Yeah. And we've been talking about the black experience so long, but cultural appropriation can go for any, Everybody. like, dominant culture yep. um, taking or appropriating a, a minority group. So it doesn't mm-hmm. just mean, like white and black this can be asian this can be hispanic it goes right it, right it, it, it goes so right that happens as well. I, I, yeah. what would be the next majority so I, i'm saying the standpoint of like okay could what? could like say if white people are here then there's another group would like black people be able to would would black other people, white people you know, well, dominate then, over like well, Asians, would that it'd be, be more like poor white people right so okay and then I guess, are you hinting at, like, can a black person appropriate a Hispanic culture? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asking Absolutely. Absolutely. I was asking oh. I think you can. Okay. I really do. I'll take a prime example. Cinco de Mayo. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you see people go around getting drunk and uh, wearing mm. a sombrero and wearing, like, know. things that have significance to... The, um, to, um, the to, to the culture to the and they're not like taking they're just using it as a day to get drunk and eat tacos <laughs> and like you know like so that's why yeah most definitely I mean the reason I asked because if we say 
that is a form of racism. Dominant. Uh, right, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, are we dominant over mm-hmm. that? I think it, it, it goes just, to, is, like, there the, be another... It goes to the, the second part of the definition when it just goes to, like, the part where it says something like, you know, like, you're not honoring the cultural significance. Right. I'm not saying we're definitely... I don't think black people are dominant. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, for sure. So... To to bring it to an example, um, when I was telling you about the, the girls and getting a braid, what would it look like to appreciate culture and make sure that with you your don't? eyes? <laughs> oh my god! Yo, you ain't lying. You're not lying. But I do I do think there's something to appreciating somebody's culture by mm. immersing yourself in it and mm. becoming a part of it. That doesn't mean dressing up like it. So I mean Halloween is that like this great example of <laughs> appropriation, you know? And that can happen Ooh. in some very nasty ways. Mm. You know, but if we mm. treat it like a holiday right. where it's like I wore braids because it's Black History Month. You're doing it wrong. Right, okay. But if you immerse yourself in the culture being, meaning, you know what? If I want to be a part of, his, uh, part of, let's say, Mexican culture, let, let's see me actually go to Mexico and see what it's like. Let me see you actually be a part of the culture then. You know, mm-hmm. so don't just say, or don't just say, you know, I'm going to show a part of their culture and say, this is me uh, representing them and giving them love when... Mm-hmm. You're you're just showing it off. You know, you don't have to wear what they have to wear on you every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's the you intention know? of learning and understanding what they do is appreciation. Before you actually Ain't that better appreciation than just dressing up like somebody? Because like, like, then you have context, you have knowledge, you have you know, a whole understanding of why they do what they do or why they wear these certain colors or why they eat. Right. Food, understand like them. So And back to like the thing that Audrey had said like it's so layered mm-hmm. like even yeah. when somebody might feel that it's cultural appreciation to somebody else in the culture it could feel like cultural appropriation mm-hmm. um but i i guess that's that's the main thing that I, I want to to put out there and also find ways or or find sort of a working definition for cultural mm-hmm. appropriation and cultural misappropriation. So I think the last question or thing that I want to ask is like for cultural appropriation now from this discussion, what have you understood it to be? Um, and that could be cultural appropriation or cultural misappropriation or are mm-hmm. they the same? That's kind of a heavy like pregnant mm-hmm. question but mm-hmm. so one is cultural m- appropriation and misappropriation the same and then two what is your definition now of it huh. after this conversation well I think <laughs> cultural appropriation and misappropriation I think honestly with the cultural misappropriation that's what it was more commonly known as okay and then like now it's just known as cultural appropriation so I think there Time-wise, are okay. yeah I think they're, they're the same thing <clears throat> Yeah. Um, Cause that confused me. I was like, oh shit. Oh no 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 no. Oh no. <laughs> I just think no. Back like, like it used to be. I think before mm-hmm. like for whatever reason it was called cultural misappropriation. But okay. it's, it's I think they're one. This they're the right. same thing. So. Mm. And I said something earlier, and I kind of thought about it again. Cultural appropriation <laughs> has been coming around way long. I'm thinking about like remember Elvis. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, actually, one of the 
Bruh. Poster child. Poster child. Just, like I was just thinking, like, oh, this is like something new. No, this has been around for like, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to throw that in, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm woke and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Clear my name. Yeah, but you yeah. definitely got to look at a lot of the uh, colonized. Um, countries and things like that and that's where I think you'll see a lot of it play a role but I do see the the concepts as being the same um, concept no matter what you call it sometimes you know as uh, Americans <coughs> we um, we get a little um, lazy and I think that's why we just broke off the MIS gotcha. like, like I mean ironically um, this is like another can of worms and I don't want to like, make your podcast listeners Part uh, two. turn their thing off but it's like uh <laughs> Like, I I once said that the Black Lives Matter movement could be called Black Lives Matter 2, like T-O-O, like we matter also, you know, um, is what they're trying to say because it's not a Black Lives or matter more than any other life. That's not what that movement is about. It's about Mm -hmm. we also matter, you know, but instead we don't say two, we just say Black Lives Matter. Same thing, we could say cultural appropriation instead of saying cultural misappropriation, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just you know, sometimes Total you get low, You know, some mm. yeah. If they had, if that had been the slogan, you think people would have felt different? Some like the backlash. Yeah. I'm not gonna say some. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't I, think I, backlash. that you could use good context clues to know that we don't just think <laughs> that you're the only people that matter given that we thought y'all was smart enough but, uh, stop it you're not problematic you're not we thought you were being smart enough to know that we're just not talking about just us, given the fact that right. no, what? Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Textual evidence, right? Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> another podcast for another day, <laughs> right? All right, you guys. Well, if there are any last sort of comments in, in regards to either something that you've learned mm-hmm. or you know. I wanted to hear more Apparently, about your you gotta experience. Give us some. You gotta, yeah, because you, gotta, you, gotta you talked some. about you went to different countries and how do you like appreciate a culture? I guess. Okay, so um, appropriate it. A couple of things. Uh, we've been th- throwing out the word colonization, <laughs> partly because of <laughs> of um, Black Panther, but <laughs> it's, actually, <laughs> it's actually really a really a thing that like breaks my heart having yeah. traveled a lot and being from the UK because. I can go to a country and speak the same the English language with somebody, and that should shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's a good that's point. ironic. I that's, like yeah. I can travel right easily because a lot of people speak my language mm-hmm. because yeah. the sun never sets on the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. the worst thing ever for me. Like I hate that. I hate that so much. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um. So when I travel for work especially, I'm usually in front of a group of people, so they ask us to wear um, a sari in India or a a korta, it's a type of dress and and Mm -hmm. pants, and and, and I was just in West Africa, and I um, was asked to go purchase or encouraged to go purchase and have a tailor make clothes for me, which um, Alfield actually just did a photo shoot for me because mm-hmm. my, my sister wanted to have a nice picture of me in this dress. Mm-hmm. 
so that it's really confusing to come back to the states and be like, I love these clothes, but mm-hmm. I I don't want to I don't want to culturally um, misappropriate right. them. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. it is hard because right. yeah. when I'm there, I'm honoring them, and they yeah, comment, and I I make um, certain like in where I was just in West Africa, yeah, you yeah. sort of curtsy when you greet someone. So there are ways that I can honor the culture, and they'll comment on that and be happy about that, but. When I come back to the states, I I loved what you said, Lamar, about um, that was the most impactful for me. I can wear something that for um, uh, okay. So thinking about uh, the the African outfit I just got, mm-hmm. it's I'm gonna be treated differently than an African woman wearing that in this mm-hmm. in this context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't have to take on what she's facing because I'm white and in that same outfit, mm-hmm. and that was that really helped me in my head think about when I wear things and what mm-hmm. that looks like and how I carry myself. So that was one of the most impactful things that I heard tonight. But You brought up a good point, though, about, and we didn't bring it up, but honoring a culture is totally different in appropriating it. And like you said, like we went, Ezra and I, last some two summer. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. You know, real quick. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We went to Nicaragua and we were told to, Ooh. you know, when we went to like churches, we should dress a certain way yeah. just to kind of fit in with the culture and yeah. like and honor it because you can definitely, you know, it will be disrespectful for you mm-hmm. to go to certain places in mm-hmm. India and wear your American clothes, you know, because mm-hmm. you can't, in their culture, you can't show Yeah, is things. it modest? That kind of thing. The Thing. That's yeah. a respectful thing, mm-hmm. right. but uh, you know, I think once you leave the culture and you're mm-hmm. no longer in it, that's mm-hmm. where it becomes a problem. You're just walking yes. around. I think it's, it's like it's who's confusing. in control of the situation, right. you know, like who asked who to wear what, right. Right. like when in Rome type of situation. Right. I was actually <laughs> thinking that the entire time you were talking, when in Rome, that's. That's what you do. Because <laughs> so even asking it. the question, mm-hmm. okay, should I wear this? Should I not wear this? What mm-hmm. can I wear? Right. You know that clears the. I do need to say, ironically, I just did a uh, a poem with a with a white guy who uh, we both wore dice. You can say his name. Oh what? yeah, that's my homie. Shout out to my boy Scott, Scott Hoff. Don't hassle the Hoffman. Uh, yeah, we did a poem together uh, for MLK Day. Um, uh, it, it was all centered around the where do you go from here concept and MLK has a poem titled that so we wrote a poem about where do we go from here in this race relations you know so um, we wore daishikis together and I asked him to wear it and, um, and I even spoke about it before we performed the poem just to kind of knock out any of those ideas that might be going on out there as well though mm. so you know he was actually kind of worried about you know wearing it himself too he didn't want to come off as appropriating mm. as well you know we talked about it not you know i mean that's different you know when we're talking about being a part of the culture together is a completely different conversation than me mm-hmm. just trying to show off your cu- culture or make your culture a costume for me mm-hmm. you know so Ooh. yeah it's so confusing. Like, I grew up, like, my dad bringing home clothes, like, right. he would travel, and he would bring home, like, a beautiful shirt or something for us kids or for my mom. And so it's confusing to think back now and think about how I might have dishonored a culture because of that. It's, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if dishonor is the word. I just uh, think. Uh, yeah, I know. It's so mean. subjective. Cultural misappropriation or cultural appropriation as, like, um, this might may like offend um, and 
offense is you know subjective unfortunately so right. it's like somebody might be honored by something, something that right but it's and i think part of it just comes from like like intentionality and like listening to those people yeah. and then also understanding on your part you can't do everything right all the time, unfortunately. I don't know what but, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect. Stay I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I like that. Um, I was talking earlier with Alfield about that uh, article he posted about wearing the dashiki to to Black Panther, for example. Mm-hmm. Like uh, about the context of where you wear something because of its significance and tradition, the meaning behind the patterns, that kind of thing. That was right. helpful for me to think about too. Mm, right. As mm-hmm. as a for context, like um, whether it's a a formal event and, and then a, that's yeah. honoring to wear that, or if it's just hanging out and that, I don't, I don't know. I do right. think it can be used for awareness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. I think that would be the best example. Like I could see somebody using it. Like regardless of you know your ethnicity, your ethnic ethnicity, where you went, or if you didn't. If you're using it as a as a teaching tool to bring right. up, because I feel like it it can be misused in the fact of like forgetting the history behind right. it and the the impact it has on real people's lives, you know. Yeah, yeah. Teaching points make it honoring. Yes. So, you know, it's it's always going to be, you know, subjective or, you know, people are going to objective. No, you you're, okay. you're cool. I just wanted to say one last. Yes. Um, what kind of forever? No, it's <laughs> real quick. I wanted to say something like, like, because we had that culture conversation earlier. We talked about what culture was, and I was thinking, well, some people think certain things are culture that isn't, and that'll be like, you know what? Some people misidentify black culture as selling drugs, mm. you know, but that's not that's not black culture you know what I'm saying that's a culture of poverty right, um, right. going on that's not black culture okay for the record mm-hmm. but and then so we'll see okay a white a young white man might sell drugs then we're like oh the, you know is that cultural misappropriation or what's not going on He's like um, you know what I'm saying y'all yeah. doing that's something. why I asked the question of what is culture <laughs> yeah you know what right. is our it's very important it. mm-hmm. and I think history has a huge part in the context of understanding culture Mm-hmm. I just had to say that. And just like how a, a, a black person cannot be racist towards a white person. In America. I, in America. Wait, what do you mean by that? There's other places where blacks have power. So you're saying that. <laughs> Give me a deal. Well, we'll have to I talk mean, about I'll all that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know why. That, I don't that, know that, that's that's an out of the country type of thing. Part I don't, two. I don't, but I think. Well, issue. Okay. okay, we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it Across, across oh, the diaspora, I would say that black people are probably the most. We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, they're, anyway, they're definitely. I, I, I know what's going Okay. Oh, what was I going with that? You just threw me off. No, no, no. Oh, black people can't appropriate white people and I don't think even when they like they when they say we're appropriating like I remember one time a girl told me um like oh well white or black girls will wear get weaves and get straight hair and will do certain things to their hair and it looks just like white girls mm-hmm. and I'm just like well first of all you're 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 not realizing that there are black girls who can like grow straight hair out there <laughs> like or, or wavier hair or whatever like That's your idea is straight, hair is, so. you know so first of all let's get that out of the way and second of all going back to simulation our hair was not accepted you know especially when like um 
back in the day when like black women start going into the workforce and in mm-hmm. offices they Stay have out. to wear wigs yeah. and they have to wear like you know certain their hair in a certain like a straight or you know not yeah. their natural hair because that wasn't accepted mm. so I'll end that with that yeah history can we end it with this song though you <laughs> better not be cool by y'all it better not be cool by y'all you gonna get the podcast canceled <laughs> Did you say Wakanda forever? <laughs> 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 oh, this has been great. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say to everybody who's <laughs> able to, to come on the podcast, Alfield, Carolee, Ramon, Audrey, Ezra, thank you guys all Marcus. for here. Myself. Thank you guys so much. And to those listening, um, continue to have these discussions because there sure. is no one answer, one way of doing everything. Everything has nuances to it, and there's always things to be learned in this conversation. So, thank you, and peace. Thank Follow you me for on my Facebook. podcast. It's coming yeah. soon. Yeah. In a couple months. <laughs>